Welcome, everyone, to From the Hip, a podcast where candid conversations, sharp insights, and unfiltered opinions about today's NFL collide. I'm your host, Anthony Rodriguez, and joining me today are our co-host, Corey Thompson, Justin Rodriguez, and Mr. Mo, who is wel- who is back. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. What's up, everybody? I'm glad you guys all be How's here, especially you, Mo. I'm glad you came back today. Okay, I already feel like this is your second home, even if you don't feel that way yet. <laughs> we miss it for the world. <laughs> Look at his face. Oh he yeah, just yeah. But you know what? He today, but that's he deserves right. it. He deserves it. You well, talked a lot. You talked a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. He 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 got the right to gloat, me, dog. He got the right. absolutely. He got the right to gloat. Ah, I can't monster. wait for the Ravens. I tell you what, we're gonna start right away with the. Uh, oh, we're gonna get right into it with. We're in week six, but today's Saturday. And uh, we already had a game on Thursday, so let's talk about that Thursday game. Let's get right into it. Thursday, we had the Denver Broncos against KC. (laughs) It was something else, you know. I thought Denver had a shot, but you know what? Let's take it to you, Corey. What what did you think was going to happen? We all knew Kansas City was going to win this game. But it was more or less about how much. I think it was a lackluster performance on Casey's side. Russell Wilson only had 95 yards passing, one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, Cortland Sutton, 46 yards of that. I mean, they they barely moved the ball. They, they barely moved the ball. Mahomes, though, for some reason had 306 yards with one touchdown, one interception. Pacheco didn't really help with only 62. Kelsey looked like Kelsey. Nine catches, nine targets, 124. But the hero of the game was really the kicker, Harrison Buckner. Four for four, he hit a 60-yarder. He's put 13 points on the board for this team. Um, I don't like the fact that they relied on Harrison Buckner when you're supposed to be one of the powerhouse teams. Also with this comes in the other segment, uh, other part to it that I looked into. So last year, within the first six games, Casey was averaging 30 points a game. This year, they're only averaging 24, so that's one touchdown less a game. Denver's defense is dead last in the league, giving up 440 yards a game, 172 on the ground, 268 in the air. Casey's only faced one top 10 defense, and that was the Lions, and that was week one and lost. They've been squeaking by in a lot of games. So I want to know, is KC not as good as everyone thinks they are? Or was just the Denver I was literally going to get to that where I was going to ask you. It sounds to me as though you're trying to uh, <laughs> condemn them. Uh, so I guess you're not buying into the best start they've had under the Mahomes era at going 5-1 and one so far. not buying into it. I mean, they, they haven't played, they haven't played like top teams. I mean, Jacksonville is a decent team. The lions are a top team, but the other, the others really haven't mm. been spectacular. What's your take, Justin? They've Talk had an me. easy schedule so far. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I wouldn't say that about KC's offense. I say that them, the defense came to work because they did. When I watched the game, I seen the game. It, it's, 
is not wasted possessions. They try their best to keep that offense and that team still in that game. If, if Russell Wilson will actually connect once in a while, mm. I see Denver coming out with the win because that defense mm. came to work. So that's that's my take on it. And I, and on top of that, Casey, like 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 Anthony always says, good teams will find ways to win. So I don't think it matter who they play because this is a team who's been in the Super Bowl the last. All right. I well, two with out that of the said, last three years. So the Broncos. This is definitely this um, is definitely someone not someone you sleep. I know on. that Russell had. He had an awful game, but I don't think it was Russell had an awful game. I think the Broncos had an awful game. I I haven't seen a single a single player step up yet. Uh, a lot of trade rumors about Russell Wilson that's running around the league, and uh, a lot of people shouting that he should be sat. How do you feel about it, Mo? Um, I. As far as Denver, they are about to trade a bunch of people. Um, like Judy's on the line. Um, Sutherland's <laughs> on the line. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, they released, uh, what you call it, Frank Clark. So change is coming. But Denver as a whole, that that was on them. They could have won that game. Yeah. You also had the coach who didn't know it was fourth down. A very experienced coach. That's an experienced coach. coach. But on the flip side, very yeah. experienced. He's a Super Bowl um, winning coach. Super Bowl yeah. winning coach, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl winning coach. And on the flip side of that, Chiefs aren't yeah. that impressive this year. They just know how to win. Um, Thank you. As I look at the score of their past games, their most Chiefs-looking score was 41-10 against the Bears. Every other mm-hmm. score, they lost to the Lions by one point. They uh, they won in Jacksonville 17-9. Um, they beat the Jets by three points. They beat the Vikings by one touchdown. They just uh, beat Denver 19-18. It's, you know, they don't look that impressive. The reason they don't look that impressive is because who is the go-to Kelsey. receiver? Outside of Kelsey? No. Outside of Kelsey. That's it. Outside of Kelsey, that's it. Nobody. And, but here's, but here's the thing to that. Who did he have last can, year? Who did he have last year? That was last year. When people catch on to that and you try to run that – it seems as if they're trying to do that old Patriots move. Uh, we're just gonna sign any receiver. Pat you know what, take us But there. last Pat week we watched Kelsey gonna take us there. We watched like Joe Burrows. He threw for a little over two hundred yards, almost three hundred yards, right? And one hundred and ninety of those went to Chase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not, I mean, one hundred and twenty mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of the three hundred yards went to mm-hmm. Kelsey. Um. Is that necessarily all that bad when mm-hmm. you consider that's his number one receiver? I know he's not a receiver. I get it. I know he's not a receiver. But the receiving core no, in general is not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad, but that's only for now because looking at their schedule, mm-hmm. you can't do that against the Chargers. You can't no. do that against um, the Dolphins. You can't do that against the Eagles. You can't do that against the Bills. You got these teams yeah. coming in. How do you and feel you about Burrow the defense? Again. Because and their so defense is actually highly ranked. He's only played one and top ten defense. When you look at their schedule so far, yes, they haven't played the powerhouse teams like San Fran and the Dolphins. I get that. You're hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But they also mm-hmm. have been holding people down. They have been holding people down. Huge. Yes. They've been holding people down. They've, okay. They're the reason I grant you that, that they too. have been winning. Because 
a lot of these games, as you heard. Oh, yeah. It one score. Reverses the it's win. A wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah, the team that scored in, in the crunch time against them was the Lions. That's the only team that's beat them. Try that against the Bills, who is more mm-hmm. a machine than some of these teams they've been playing. Like, Jacksonville is not a machine yet either. So I can see why they beat us. But Denver? Yeah. You you in a close game with Denver? It's not as it's yeah, not especially as luxurious with Denver, as it seems. Which is just mm-hmm. imploding. They're imploding and they're about to be sellers in the league. That uh the yep. trade deadline is fast approaching and they're sellers. They're sellers. I mean, I don't know who would want anybody like Judy, especially after uh his little altercation with Steve Smith. But um, Steve Smith, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's people I, that are looking for another receiver. I, right yeah, now. like Kansas, Kansas City. City. That's, a good, that's people a good will, thought. Yeah. I actually would like to see Russell um, sit while he still has, uh, um, while he's still worth something. There's no, I mean, at, at this point, the team has already decided to move on. You're not going to be here next season. They want to tank. That's why they're sellers, so they can be hot in the draft market. So set them, okay? Because I don't think you're going to uh, – whatever he does going forward in the season, even if he starts winning games, it's not going to rise his uh, – it's not going to raise his stock. Might as well set him. No. Nobody feels like he's focused on I football, gotcha. and that's the issue. Would he be a better fit on a team – that may be buying a quarterback such as the Jets or Tampa Bay. Even though you have Baker Mayfield there, they still are buyers right now. No, I think he'd be a better fit if he went over to like even with Garoppolo the there. At that situation. Yeah, I don't like I'm not sold on Garoppolo. I think he'd be a better fit for them. Mm-hmm. That Garoppolo offense is horrible, horrible. And you got Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, and we'll talk about them you. later. That's sad. I don't think anybody wants That's him. sad because I really do like him. I think he'll be a backup wherever he go. Yeah, he'll be a backup wherever he go, I agree. Wherever he go, he's going to be a backup. He's going to be the one to try to guide some young quarterback. Maybe North Carolina with Bryce Young being a smaller quarterback. Maybe they try to have Russell teach him different ways of being a smaller quarterback, but I don't think anybody, I think everybody else is pretty much set in their mind. All right. Well, that leads us over. Let's move into the next game. Let's move into the future games. Talking about Baltimore (laughs) at Tennessee, Baltimore coming in at three and two, Tennessee coming at two and three. This is an Mm. important game (laughs) for both teams. This is a very important game because if Baltimore loses this game, uh, they're in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. If they win this game, I don't think it really helps them. I'm still going to be a hater. Uh, With Tennessee, though, Tennessee is one of those teams that that, that they're kind of on that bubble. So they really need to start winning. And I don't know if they know how to right now. But, Corey, tell me what you're thinking about this game. And don't be too biased. Well, they're both looking for their first win in London. They both have had no, they haven't had success yet. Both teams. 
Baltimore's offense is ranked 14. Denver, um, the Titans' offense is 24th in the league. Baltimore's defense is number two in the league. And the Titans' defense is 16th in the league. Lamar's only thrown four touchdowns this season. Tannehill's only thrown two. Lamar's ran in four. Um, I definitely feel that the Titans' defense is better than their ranking. It's a scary defense, and I've talked about it before. They have a they have an immaculate secondary. Their secondary is really, really good. That helps them keep scores low. Um, another problem with this is Derrick Henry, it seems like every other week is when he has a good week. Week two, he had 80 yards, one touchdown. Week four, he had 122 with so a touchdown. So you think he's going to have a good week? Week six. So... I think he's gonna he's gonna produce this week against the Ravens. He's always given us problems, um, but the game's gonna be close, man. You know, Baltimore's giving up fifteen points a game. Titans are giving up eighteen points a game. I still mm. see the Ravens winning Roboto, seventeen to fourteen. What All right, all right, all right. Listen, listen. There ain't no way Baltimore squeaks out this game as that close. It will have to y'all have no receivers that are that are that are reliable, okay? No receivers. And with that secondary being that way, you know what that means? Lamar mm-hmm. is gonna have to will y'all to a win. He's gonna have to will y'all. He's gonna have to run. He's gonna have to have one of those games where it's 200 yards passing, but he got a hundred and something rushing. He's going to have to do that against the Titans. And it's just like I told you, you said, you said yourself, y'all have problems against them. It's just like I told you last week against Derrick Henry. Yes. You struggle against Derrick Henry and Titans have no problem with making Derrick Henry the focal point. They're going to let him beat y'all down. And go over the top a little bit every now and then with Hopkins. That's what they're going to do. And they're going to win probably by Mm. at least nine Mm. to me. I think that might have been worth it for the whole show right there. Justin, (laughs) Justin, how do you see it, man? Let me get somebody impartial here. Come on. Listen, listen. The way I look at it is that Derrick Henry is a factor. But I don't think he's gonna be. <clears throat> I don't think he's gonna be as big as a factor as y'all think he's gonna be. The reason why I say that is because this entire season he's mm-hmm. been sharing carries with Spears. So yeah, I think that run game will be effective in that game, but I don't think it'll be all Derrick Henry. And that's how I look at it. I just look, I, I see I see Tennessee behind in the first half, but I definitely I definitely think uh, both mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee comes out with the win of this. All right. Oh. Right. Um, Going against the yeah, Green Bulls. I, mean, I hate really the Titans, don't like the Titans. I don't like the Titans. They're in my division. <laughs> and right now, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Washington is coming in at two and three. Atlanta, three and two. Um, I'm going to start with you, Corey. How do you see this team? Um, I was looking at this, and I'm looking at Atlanta with that three and two record is that for real or is it just because of who they've played they're three and oh at home baby and this is a home game for them 
So I think it's real. I mean, Ritter looked good last game. Well, that was his first game. That was his first game where he actually looked good. That I can't even make fun of him. Yeah, that was was one one game. Yeah, but he looked that's good. one out of five. Though. We can't say who anymore. Yeah, but he, they still have three wins at home. On the road, that's a different story. Um, I th- but he's only averaging like one touchdown a game. I think the heart and soul of this Falcons team is that defense. I mean, Jesse Bates, he already has three picks on this team. The what? Um, the Bro. defense. What? Jesse Bates has three picks on this team. We know Bijan is the workhorse, all right? Let's stop, okay? We already know that. That is on the offense, okay. but I'm talking Bro, about defense. You did not Their just defense. say Jesse Bates is the reason why they 3-2, and two, dog. <laughs> I'm oh, not no, trying to no, hit no, that, bro. No, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm stopping you right there. I'm not going to let you finish, bro. of this team on the defense. That's what I mean. On the defense. He's got three picks already on the season. In three. five games? Hold on, bro. Hold on. I'm about to pull up the Atlanta defense right now. We're going to see how much points... We yeah. about to pull up how many points they yeah. allowed, how many yards they allowed. You gonna tell me that they the reason why they win this? Their, their defense is ranked number eight right now. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. We about to argue. Oh yeah, this about to argue. Right. I'm telling you, we about to argue. Atlanta's defensive. Defense. What does that mean? They're giving up what? 190 yards passing, 140. You're gonna yards okay? So they're giving up those giving type up of and yards, that's, and that's they, little. And they're going against I'm Washington. That their defense has been holding them down season. That's part of the reason why they've been winning games. We gonna see. Defense so what, definitely you, what, helps defense you don't games. help you win games? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, defense definitely what, helps okay. win. But when you have an offense that can score as well, that's where defense wins games. How is he scoring? He, he, Ritter's only throwing one touchdown. I'm not talking about Ritter. You know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. is just running the ball, but how many games is it really putting up a lot is of touchdowns? Just, it don't touch well, on he is me, catching bro. as well. What I'm saying is you, you got to put points field. on the board to win. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you got to put points on the board this game, to win. Do you think they can what beat Washington? Your defense do stop. Really? Yeah. You know, I Washington is actually – we've already established that we all believe that Washington is a good team that just has a really hard schedule, and that's why they have those three losses. But honestly, Washington really is – like everybody they've played, they've played them extremely tough. Do you think they can beat this tough Washington team, even at home? I sure do. Both of their offenses are evenly ranked and matched. That look it up. Their offenses are ranked at, like all right, right, right there. Next, next I'm going to give the other guys a chance. I Mo, talk the to Falcons me. are going to win it out. Yeah, Washington, Washington, Washington winning. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not listening to all that. It's. <laughs> In Washington, and then if they lose, it won't be because <laughs> Jesse Bates. <laughs> what did he just say? What it Jesse Bates has this. three interceptions on the season in five games. Three. He's a, you didn't, he's a good. You didn't say. You didn't say. Any, you didn't say he's any the of only that. One. You, you, this the only time you brought up a stat like that, and then like let's say. You know what? Let's just yes. Just, I, I would you know that good this is crazy that we were on this game. This is so, crazy. I'm, I'm not even gonna watch it. <laughs> oh, bro, because that shit just got it got me tight the way you, he I just gonna say the defense gonna be the reason why they. I'll be honest with you. I'm not even gonna watch. He said Jesse Bates was gonna be the greatest player out. I never said that. This is you. You adding more onto what like you just. I know he won. I know he won player of the week. But relax. I know. I know he won player of the week. But one o'clock game that I'm not even gonna watch. There are better one o'clock games. But 
All right. Yeah. He said Jesse Bates gonna be better than Prime. I didn't. What? When did I ever say that? Yo, you All right, here we go. Let's move on. Let's move doing. on. Now you're probably gonna Minnesota is gonna be going to Chicago. Stuff. Both teams coming in at one and four. Uh, Chicago finally getting their first victory last week to to now have a victory on them. Uh, but Minnesota's coming in. These are two different teams. I'll tell you right now, because Chicago's a team trying to fight for um for who they are. Minnesota is a team that's absolutely falling apart and imploding. So when we got into it, they're already without the number one receiver. He's gone for four games. All right. Uh, they, they're going to have to rely on Jordan Addison. They have to, to rely on Hawkinson and Madison, who hasn't shown up all season anyway. So why would we expect him to show up to this game? Chicago is, I've been attacking the Bears all season. But here we go. Ready? Last week, here's a couple stats that I pulled. Because this is important, right? Weeks one through four, Fields had 16 passes for 20-plus yards. Week five, he had 14. Okay. His option plays, which we all know he's very good at because that's what he did when he was at Ohio State. From weeks one through four, he only had five. On week five, he had 10. All right. So my thing is, I think this they're starting to change the way they use fields. So instead of getting him to play the system, they're starting to create the system around him and they let they took the handcuffs off of him and he played really well along with the actual defense just playing wonderful anyway which was needed because they don't have herbert okay um so going into this game the way i see it if chicago does what they did last week just let the man play and minnesota doesn't have to do anything they're going to show up and lose anyway they're just going to show up and lose I see that's how that game going on. But tell me I'm wrong. Mo, I'll let you start. I think Chicago wins another one. Um, I, I believe exactly what you said. It, it looked like they took the handcuffs off of them. And then also, Minnesota mm-hmm. is clearly about to blow up the team. Um, Kirk Cousins is on the trading block. We're talking about him it. going to the Jets probably by next game. Um, and, uh, I would do. I'm not going to lie. Then you have uh, Daniil Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's linked to Jacksonville. Uh, he's linked to the Ravens um, for a trade. It's They're blowing that team up, obviously. And I just don't think they care enough because they're obviously trying to get a good draft pick at this point because, I mean, Justin Jefferson is out. Addison is good, but he ain't no number one. We never thought he was going to be number one. But uh, mm-hmm. it'll be a good game. It'll be entertaining. Justin? Uh, uh, I look at it. I see Chicago win this game. Let me just say that first. But Fields' performance on your hand, yeah, he, he had a, he had a great game, threw for two eighty two. But two thirty did go to DJ Moore. 
I just look at it as maybe maybe uh, Washington couldn't guard DJ Moore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like you put if you put double coverage on DJ Moore, does he still throw for 282? Is the question. But I Minnesota, like you said, Minnesota, they ain't been it. They just lost their number one guy. Addison is not a number one, not yet anyway. You know, see, so he hasn't shown it. Madison, he's been there, but he's not no cook. So. You gotta look at it where this is not the same team. Like TJ Hawkinson cannot. This you're yeah. not the Chiefs. You're he's not, not about Kelsey. to sit here and only throw to tight in the whole game. It's not gonna work out. It's not. He's not Kelsey, and he's, he's not. not he's great. He's great. He's not Kittle. He's not Kelsey. But they're not gonna come out to win this game. So I see Chicago taking this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were supposed to beat the Chiefs last week, right? <laughs> Shots fired, Corey. Come on, baby. Come Flip on, rebut. <laughs> Minnesota gonna win this game. This oh, man think they the Super it. What? You know, <laughs> you believe in Kirk? Hey, somebody gotta be the somebody's believe gotta play devil's Kirk. advocate. Somebody has to do it. Yeah, but not on games like this. I feel on games like Atlanta Kirk was cool, but this one, no. Yeah, but nah, man. But the Bears still are the Bears. Um. We saw one good game last week. We've seen Kirk Cousins With all Jeffries. season putting up stats. You can't deny that. And lose. Yeah. But still, I still think that the Bears defense isn't as good as good as the, some of the teams he's faced. So I do think he's got a – they have a really good shot at winning this game. Minnesota. So you don't think that they could guard Jordan Addison? I'm not saying they can't guard him, but Kirk Cousins is really good at spreading the ball around. He did but it he's last losing game. people to spread he the ball, spread the ball around. Exactly. That's he lost question. Justin Jefferson, but he can still spread the ball right. around. I think they'll I be mean, fine. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to hate on you for being crazy. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. You stay on business, big dog. You stay on business. Stay by your go. team, bro. Right. Stay by your team, bro. Just know we're going to come yeah, back. Yeah, because they wear purple. forgets which team is which sometimes. Purple. Purple's not even my favorite All right. color. So Seattle <laughs> is coming into C- to Cincinnati, mm. right? Seattle's walking in at three and one. Cincinnati's walking in at, at two and three. Here we go. Two weeks ago, you'd ask me who wins this game. It was a no-brainer. Seattle runs through them like it's like it's nothing. After last week's performance of Joe Burrow, I don't know, and that's exactly where I stand. I can't even tell you who's going to win this game because it all depends on who comes out for Cincy. But here's the thing. Burrow is still hurt. He's not hundred percent to be honest with you. He probably should be sitting this week because they got a bye week next week. And if he sat this week, it'll give him more time for him to come across strong. They do have a chance of actually winning this game without him. They have a better chance with him, but they do still have a chance without him. Seattle, though, um, I think that they are the odds-on favorite to win the game, and rightfully so. Uh, They've looked good all year. I think the resurgence of Geno makes me very, very, very happy because, you know, he started with New York, and and now he's found himself somewhere else. So I'm happy this happened. They have a decent defense over there, and I think that's going to make the actual difference in. So to me, I... I would say that they edged them out in the end. But let's see where it goes. Justin, how do you see this game? Uh, I, I completely agree with you, man. I think Seattle Seattle odds on favorite in this game. 
but it's all about who come out for Joe Burrow. If it's going to be that hurt Joe Burrow we saw week one through four, I mean, uh, yeah, and then or, we gonna, or the Joe Burrow we saw in week five. He he scrambled for only seven, but he scrambled for seven. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, got, you got to take that in consideration that he was even willing to run. And he didn't look like he was limping throughout the entire uh, – after after that little run mm-hmm. or that little yards he gained for the first. But I'm not even going to talk about Joe Burrow. Let's talk mm. about Mr. 7-Eleven. Mr. I'm always open. Mr. Always. Throw me the ball. Let's talk about him setting the franchise record for receptions in the game. And I think he made his point when he said that to the media. And he stayed on business when he came back next week. You know what I'm saying? So let's see. Yeah, I don't think who come out for this game too. Because I, I, I believe I don't think I don't think he's gonna throw. 15. I don't think he's gonna catch 15. But I say he throw. He catch a quick nine. I, I don't say he, he throw three TDs. Five, six. I say he throw up a little nine. I say he get a TD or two. But all right, it's all about what who about come you, out for the How do you see this game? I have Joe Joe Burrow and the Bengals coming out with the win. Um, they looked good last game. Burrow's been dropping back to pass a lot all season. Should he be? I mean, even with that messed up calf. Well, I don't think so. They need a they need a better offensive line to help open up that run game. But um, Seattle's defense gives up two hundred eighty well, yards passing a game. And we're talking about Jamar Chase. T. Higgins might and T. Higgins I heard, Higgins heard he's might out. Play. He's questionable. Coming. I heard he's out. Yeah. That was of uh, this morning. You already heard he's out? The, uh, mm. Injuries out. Okay. But then again, that could change too. That, you know, he they're going to make that Jamar. decision tomorrow. Yeah. I think I think that they're, as you know, they're they're like a, a mid-season team where they, that's when they start to roll. They do it. They did it last year and the year before. That's when they start to pick up some steam and start winning these games. So I expect Cincinnati right. to come out and win this game. Mo, I think Seattle win. Um, Jamar Chase is is a really really good receiver. He is seven eleven, but Seattle literally has three corners. They're one of those teams. They got three corners. They got one rookie that's starting to come out, but they have uh, was it Kobe Bryant and, and Woolen. And they are Tariq Woolen. They are good corners. I don't see Joe Burrow being able to target Jamar like that. That's why I said he probably have five, six catches. Um, I don't think he'll go over hundred. So that puts it on the run game. Has that been the focal point this whole season? I don't think so. So is, but. Seattle know exactly how to win. Pete Carroll knows how to win. He knows how to run that offense. He knows his defense can handle certain situations. I think this is one of gotcha. Seattle wins. 10-4, 10-4. Let's move on to San Fran. San Fran's been undefeated, looking great. 5-0, and coming off a huge win last week. Um, Not much. I mean, we thought it was going to be the game of the week, and it really let us down because they just steamrolled the Cowboys. So Cleveland's um, limping in from their bye week. So they're they're in two and two. All right. So when I looked this up, I saw that Watson isn't even playing on Sunday. They haven't seen the running game 
played well since they came out, and the 49ers are here now. So how do you see this game shaping out, Justin? Uh, like you said, man, you said it perfectly. I see Cleveland limping in because this is a broken team. This team is nowhere, not the team that we saw coming in. This is not the team that <clears throat> it's not even the same roster <laughs> we saw when we going. Like Deshaun Watts is not playing. Chubb is out. I mean, this offense is completely broken down. You're going to put your faith into that rookie and Ford. And I just, I just don't see them doing anything against San Fran. I see San Fran running over Cleveland in this game, even with Miles Garrett on that D-line and that defense being the way it is. Purdy hasn't thrown a pick this year, and Purdy is looking like an MVP contender. So I don't even see mm. – I don't see Cleveland. Okay, I would go to Mo, team, but I want somebody honest. who's going to tell me a crazy answer. Come on, Corey. Tell me Cleveland's got that chance. Go ahead. <laughs> My answers aren't crazy. Because I believe. <laughs> but they do. But they do. I'm San Francisco is going to win. No. Dude, just because you don't agree with my answer doesn't make it crazy. San Francisco is winning this game, man. They're, they're, Cleveland has no shot. San Francisco is looking like the Super Bowl champs right now. Yeah. Things can change. Right now. The way they've been playing. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen it when last year. Look at the Vikings right last there year. in the... NFC Championship where Purdy went down, you know? But um, this is going to be a bad game for Cleveland. <laughs> I thought you'd be happy. This is going to be a division, bad game for Cleveland. Division rivals. I thought you was going to be happy jumping up like, yeah, bro, beat hey, him down, kick him like that. I'm a, I enjoy the sport. I love the competitive edge. The, com- the competition is what, what, yeah. what makes you a real fan of this sport, you know? So... I figured Cleveland was going to come in this season and be a healthy team. I wanted to see a, a an AFC North where it was going to be competitive, where it was like, oh, who's going to come out? It's not. Well, it has, it has been, been competitive like because nobody's season. running away with it. So, no, no, no. What I mean is, like, I want to see where the teams look I got you. Really You'd rather good. see a team uh, where you had about well, three of the four you know, guys maybe at, like, like four and one or three and two. Yeah, like we remember the NFC East, how it was. Yeah, well, I was exactly what I'm saying. That was exciting. Every game, every rivalry game you were watching, because you're like, oh, who's gonna win? Oh man, if they don't win, they're not gonna make the playoffs. That's what you want to see as a fan. So, you know, so yeah, you know, if Baltimore makes it, which gotcha. we should, I'm I'm happy with that. Well, but San Francisco's running away with this game. Yeah, San Francisco winning. Um, this game looked way different beginning of the season because they still without Nick Chubb. Um, Nick Chubb is that was horrible. Uh, but and then now your your two hundred million dollar quarterback again. is out. Yeah, <laughs> who wasn't playing that well in the first place and he's out again. You know, it's, it's should Cleveland be, be looking to buy? That's what I'm saying it's gonna be bad. Russell Wilson. No. By who? By who? No. No. They, that's too much money. Yeah, you, 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 they, they put everything into uh, Deshaun, yeah, right. wanting him to be Houston Texans. Deshaun, you don't, you're not getting that. And I, I never thought that they was gonna ever see that one. You're not gonna see that version because the person that was behind that version was Bill O'Brien. 
Yeah. You're not taking Bill O'Brien to Cleveland. So this is going to be a murder on TV. Sanctioned. Sanctioned. Gonna, yeah, this is broad day, you know? I got you. So it's gonna be a murder. let's take it to the next game. Carolina. Talk about a murder. Carolina <laughs> walking in at 0-5. Hasn't <laughs> found a way to pull one out yet. Is now coming in against Miami, who... <clears throat> um. They've looked really strong. They've only got the one loss, and it was to the Bills where they looked bad, but it, the rest of the games, they've looked real strong. Marcellus, how do you see this shaping up? Yes. Or are we literally watching another murder on TV? We're going to literally watch another <laughs> murder up 70. on TV. <laughs> they're putting up 70 again. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to watch another murder on TV, broad daylight, in front of everybody. Um, Carolina, you, they can't buy, they can't sell, they can't do nothing. <laughs> what do they have to sell? Just, can't, get break. <laughs> can't get a break. They've been selling themselves as a good team. They don't have nothing. Brian Burns is yeah. out of there, Nick. I mean, this coming all season. It's over. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, over, it's over for that. And then, they might as well trade out and get something in return. Yeah, yeah, and they have no secondary. They have we could just keep the going down the line. What they is, don't um, have, an old it's, it's wide over, receiver man. who who shouldn't be who shouldn't be putting yep. up twenty something points in fantasy points, but he is because he's all that they got right now. No, and he was he was the number one man where he was at until another person came through and just was mighty being Justin Jefferson. He came to this team thinking it was going to be different. And it's not. It's over. We got to watch this man in his late parts of his career get murdered. I, I didn't think it. I don't think he knew it was going to be different. I just think nobody really wanted him at that point. Uh, Dylan, you know, coming back from that injury, playing that one season, but not really getting looked at as much. Well, or even just being overlooked because Justin Jefferson's emergence I don't That's think they I thought think that quarterback was going to be the one that was drafted because the coach is also speaking on how much the owner is putting his input and how he basically said, we're mm. getting Bryce Young. I don't care what y'all say. Mm. But now look, about to you're 0-6. Because Reich wanted, yeah, about to be 0-6. They wanted um, Stroud, but the owner wanted Young. Mm. Well, you get on what that. you got. How do you see Murder. it, Justin? dead <laughs> uh yeah like i said it's a murder even though miami losing a couple pieces in their offense but i just this is gonna be this is gonna be a runaway and it's not even a, even a competition you say they losing show this game. a few of their pieces on this game you're talking about a chain right yeah i'm definitely looking about a chain i mean yeah you still got Mozart, but Aiton took over that role. He literally stole it mm-hmm. with a ski mask on. Should he that have stolen role. it? And now, should he have? You know, yeah, you gotta go back to him. Yeah, because he he deserves it. He deserved it because he outperformed Mozart every single week. It wasn't a one week. Oh no, he had Remember, the we big said weeks. It when he, he first the big did games. it, we were like, oh, really? Yeah. No, that was by design, I think. <clears throat> yeah, he said. He, so? Yeah, because he said um, Mozart is his biggest. Most are always giving him game, always. Like, if you see him score, if you go look at the times he's scored, yeah. the first person that go greet him is Moster. Because he's always like, hey, this is what you did. This is what you need to do. You you know, 
they spoke on that last game too. It's that mentor, that mental. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's it's. I think that's you know, because design. I because when I look yeah. at it, I don't think that, I mean, that makes um, sense he should have sense. the starting role. Yes, putting up stupid numbers, but I don't know if it's um if it's part of that Jeremy Lin type, you know, that um, he comes in as a phenom. But yeah, that Lin Sanity yeah. is solid. Yeah. He's solid. Look what he did last week. I mean, last week, hold on, let me pull this number back up. I just changed the pace. Yeah. I was moving to the next game. Well, why, why, why you do that? I'm why you do that. I'm just gonna say that Miami runs their offense strictly yeah. on speed. Like they, 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 yes. they're not stronger than you. They're not bigger than you. But they will outrun you. That's the only thing they're gonna do. And they will, they will leave you back there. And it does. So mm-hmm. that's what I look at. I think they look at Achan as I, I look at Achan as a little faster than Mozart, younger than Mozart. So I, I got you. He got fresh legs. I got you. Run, but could this be a good thing for him, and especially it. for fantasy owners? Because here's a guy with seven TDs in five games. Um, he's averaging five yards per rush. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with Alec A-Chain there, mm-hmm. that means this is all going to be his show. That means he gets to run against a, against a team like Carolina, who is struggling against a run. Um, at some point, they're going to be up by so mm-hmm. much, especially by the second half. I feel they're going to be up by so much, they're going to be running the ball just to kill the clock. Most of them might go for a buck forty. Nah, he will because as a, like I said before, uh, he's a veteran back. So when you have a veteran back like that, when you see guy, you see holes, you see loopholes that rookies really don't see. Mm-hmm. He's gonna hit them gaps hard, and he's gonna hit them with the speed and the strength to get through them and break. He's gonna break one. I guarantee he's probably gonna break a couple because. Because you can't he catch the him. Gaps. Yeah, you can't catch him, and he sees that he's a veteran back. Like I say, he has no problem. If he sees the one and the two open, but he know the three, if he hit the three, the linebacker gets picked up, and he's out for 15, he's going to hit the three every gotcha. time. Because he like you can't catch him. And, and because he lost that, and because he has been sitting behind HN, his legs yeah, ain't been tired. being used the way he, you know what I'm saying. So he's coming in this game. He's yeah, coming in this yeah. game like it's week two. So... Yeah, Raheem Mostert's taken a beating every season he's been in the NFL. So Yeah, which I think that really was the plan of why they have him, why they running this uh, two running back, um, while they're running it like as a two running back thing because it's to make sure that he doesn't get beat up and halfway through the season he's done. Let's move on. Yeah, because yeah, if you remember, they were trying to get Jonathan Taylor. They I mean, Miami did start the two running back thing with Ronnie yeah. Brown and Ricky Williams back in the ruined, day. Ruined fantasy. Introduced All right. So. Colts are coming in against Jacksonville. <laughs> They're coming off a great game last week in London. <clears throat> Can the Jags get um, – okay, yeah. but here's the thing. Can they get their first win at home? Because they haven't won yet at home. Marcellus, this is your team. Obviously, I'm referring to you. Talk to me. We win in this game. And I and I'm not just saying that as a bias. I'm not just saying that I it looks like the offense is trying to start to gain their sting, get their legs up under them. And yep. also the Colts are without Anthony Richardson. The Colts are uh gonna try to put uh Taylor in. We thought we all thought that they were gonna try that next, last week, but it's gonna be this week that they do it. This is a new coach for him. It's gonna be some rust. I think 
they're going to have to start that adjustment period too. I think we win just because we're in different places as, as teams. That's fair um, enough. But I think this, yeah, I, I, I think we win by two touchdowns. I don't touchdowns. think it's going to be that close. Um, Mr. Corey, talk to me. How do you see it? Give you the chance to rebut. Gardner Minshew can make or break this game for the Colts offense. But the Jags are going to win. I'm with you. Okay. Open your eyes. Everybody was holding their breath. We're like, woo, we're waiting. Hey, I swear I was. I swear I was. I'm just, I'm just saying, Gardner yeah. Minshew can make or break this game if he plays well. You know, if you have a quarterback that goes out there and he makes all the right plays and throws. Do you think he has a chance really against this Jacksonville him. secondary that's played really, really, really well? No. No, 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 no. No, and I'm we get saying it did. I have to I have to give that that yeah. that 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 ambiance. Yeah, because their defense has it, performed wonderfully against him, so he gets a little fired up. I and we get two this. guys back in the interior. One thing about Minshew is if you blitz him from yeah. if you make him go outside, he can hurt you. If you force him to stay in the pocket, though. And Calvin Ridley's looked really good yeah. this year. Yeah. I think he's finally um he's finally starting to put jump your hand down. because put your hand the beginning down. of the put season there was a little bit, but he was new. Flag was on new. The play. <laughs> you know? How do you see it, Justin? Yeah. 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 Uh, I definitely see Jacksonville coming out with the with the win in this one. Jacksonville offense has been and uh it looks shaky in the beginning, but like like you said, they're coming into their form. That win over the Bills last week definitely set set the tone for rest of the season, how I look at it, because Trevor Lawrence is real, Etienne is real, Christian Kirk is real, yeah. Calvin really you notice how I keep going. Evan Ingram is real. This offense has weapons and that can get open, that will put up numbers. They each has put up numbers. The only one, the only one who hasn't put up numbers this season, and I don't know if he's still hurt, my son's confirming, but Zay Jones. Yeah, he's gonna be Zay out Jones. this game because yeah, he, he, he react he re-injured that knee. Yeah, so Zay Jones is the only one this year who really hasn't hasn't done nothing at all this year. But we've seen that glimpse of last year, how he was explosive, how he had them games. I see Jacksonville just run away with this one. He the reason we beat the Bills yeah. with I that catch that, in the um, back of the end zone. I spoke last week about teams that are being built right when I was talking about the Lions. I think the Lions slightly edged Jacksonville out as far as where they are right now as teams. But Jacksonville, when I look at them, I'm looking at a team that has actually built well. Are they my pick for um, Super Bowl this year or for deep in the playoffs this year? Probably not. Do I see them making the playoffs and making some noise? Yes. Next year, is that going to change? That's where I see it. Like, they could be next year's Lions. If they keep going with what they're doing, they're built really nice, and I'm I'm watching what they're doing, and I'm taking notice of it. I'm taking notice of it, you know. So, New Orleans, New Orleans coming in at three and two. Houston coming in at two and three. Oh, all right. So, not a big fan of New Orleans, but it is what it is. Um. Justin, are we seeing the phenom Stroud who's coming back to earth like after last week's performance? 
or was it just um a bad game? Well, you know what's funny? I say bad game, but even in his bad game, is better than most other people's good games. So he still didn't throw a single yeah. INT anything exactly. wrong. But Justin, tell <laughs> I look me, at- what do you see? It's like like I said on uh, on Tuesday when I said it is that uh, CJ Stroud they couldn't score in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? The Houston could not score in the red zone. That was a problem last week, right? This week coming in, you don't have Tank Dell, you don't have uh, Robert Woods, which means you you slowly rely on Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz. I don't see either one of those players getting as open as we may imagine because against that new Orleans defense who is coming into this game, allowing the fourth fewest yards in the entire league. I don't see CJ Shaw having the big and monstrous game he's been having. I see him having a game similar to last week and I see. Does he get his first INT? All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, I think he's going to force a ball. I think he's going to force a ball. And he's going. It's going. It's going to be a tip drill, like we've been seeing all season. It's going to be a tip drill. Is that going to be necessarily his fault? He's going to try to force a ball into a small hole. It's going to be a tip drill. All right, Corey, how do you see it? I would have to agree with Justin. Um, without two weapons, two dynamic weapons that you've been using all season, you can't rely on two guys to step up, especially a young Nico Collins and an old Dalton Schultz to step up to the plate. Um, if Pierce helps, that would be nice. That could take off some of the pressure off him, but this this Saints defense is tough. Being ranked, what, number four, um, the way they're playing, they're playing like, you know, an old – I think this is probably maybe the, one of the best Saints defenses we've seen in a long time. The Saints have always been this high-powered offense that we're so accustomed to when they had Drew Brees. And now you're seeing a different side of it where the offense is a little lackluster compared to the defense. And the defense has stepped up to play. So I think this defense is what's going to help you, them Mom? win this game. You see it the same way? Push them to four and two. Yeah, because um, – He I, hates I, agreeing I, with me. Look at his face. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I see, I see it the same. <laughs> but – you know, it's Damian Pierce. I don't think is going to help because now this is different from last year. We all know what happened last year. He caught everybody off guard. He was a rookie. Now they got tape on you. They know how to stop you. And you're going against exactly. a defense that whole thing is stopping anybody because they got a good secondary. They got they can stop the run. Um, I don't think CJ Stroud going to be able to overcome that. Mm. So I got the Saints winning. Even though Derek Carr, I thought this team was going to be a little bit. I thought they was going to be a lot better than what they are. Because even no, though they're they three and two, they don't look three and two. I'm not a fan. But Derek Carr just. I'm not a fan. But yeah. like I said, that offense has been stagnant. It, it, yeah. It, it's flowed at times and then it slows down. Even with Alvin Kamara coming back now, I think they're putting too much of the workload on Kamara. <clears throat> well, so speaking of Kamara, Kamara definitely elevates his offense. But I feel like we're forgetting key parts of this offense when I say that. Like Chris Olave, yeah, he's been amazing in fantasy. He's been amazing. Even not even as amazing as we all assumed he was going to be in fantasy. But where was he last but week? 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying is that Chris Olave is not getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? You could be the best receiver in the world. If you don't got nobody throwing you the ball who's actually going to get you the ball, you yeah. just out there running cardio. You where was he last yeah. week? But so, did he yeah. disappear? Is I, that I, Kamara, I he had like six or seven catches. Am I wrong? Damn, pretty sure he had like two last week. He played, who did he play? Yeah, who did he play I thought he New, put up New, about New six England, or seven, right? right? They blew yeah, New England on the water, right? He had his first. Yeah, he had, I thought he had, he had six or seven. I thought he was along. I mean, I mean, he didn't have a huge game, but I could have sworn he did week? like six or seven, if I'm not mistaken. Chris Olave had two, two catches yards. for twelve yards with one touchdown. Yeah, he, that's what no. I'm you think about Michael Thomas, who had four receptions, four receptions but yeah, but Chris Olave, he he's running cardio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's running cardio out there because nobody can get him the ball. Even Michael Thomas, Mr. Slant Man, you know, so who would run a three yard dig better than anybody in the league. Anybody in the league, yep. And he just... run a four four freaking six or whatever. He's slow and he still he still carries that first step, dog. That first step. Michael Thomas is a big target. He's got great hands. I will not deny the man's hands. He, he no, he's had great catches, but. But if you watch those games, if you go mention the hands, you got to mention the whole receiver core because I saw a stat that it was it, it baffled me because I don't think this single receiving core has dropped the ball this season. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is throughout Michael Thomas's career, yeah, his whole career, he's been, yeah, he's yeah. been on top of three receptions yards. for every year, yeah. every year, yeah, the yeah, most three, receptions, three most receptions. And this is yeah. first season back, like being at this <laughs> point, yards. this far, you know. But Olave yeah. is open when he's out there. He's just running around like your <laughs> like your nephew at a park right now. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't get nobody throwing the ball. So Camara, yeah. Camara elevates the offense because Camara is a run safety and a Mister Checkdown because that's what I call him. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to throwing that ball deep down the field. He's not going to throw it unless he's wide open. He's thinking that Olave is going to be another Devontae Adams. He's like, well, he'll come down with it. No, he's not. <laughs> he's oh, not sure. a Devontae Adams. I promise no. you that. The only Thank person you. who's going to throw that ball is Winston. Winston's going to toss Winston's it up there. He's going to say, go get it. I'll, I'll give you, you that. You know, Winston, Winston, he don't mind. He don't yeah, care. But he's, he don't yeah, care. but he's going to have six touchdowns and six points in that same game. <laughs> That's fine, though. Mr. 30 for 30. <laughs> <laughs> 30 for 30. No matter. You got eyes you see Houston, everything. You yeah. probably need that kind of unpredictable but gunslinger mentality because Houston is going to be. I know. And that's why Ryan I think Houston actually wins this game. Point. I really yes. don't even think. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that New Orleans should lose this game. New Orleans should mm. win this game. But, but I just have that gut feel yeah. that Stroud is going to pull it out. I think uh, he had the the off game last week where it's not really an off game but mm-hmm. it, um he didn't put up the numbers he had been putting up i think he goes back up to 300 yards despite the secondary of new orleans um and i think that's he's going to throw m- most of it to the collins i think it's it's like everything that should not happen it, for some reason i think is going to happen come tomorrow's game so i actually think Houston pulls this one out. It'll be close, and and that's just uh, gut feel. That's just gut feel, you know. Well, here we go. Let's move on to the. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God! I wish I could say third murder, but this game is going to be horrible to watch. New England Patriots Jeez. are coming in at one and four. Las Vegas at two and three. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those games that uh, let's just go ahead. I personally want to watch. But Corey, <laughs> is there any fight left in New England, or at this point, are they just going to play out the season? They're just playing out the season. You brought in Zeke. You brought in Juju in free agency. They haven't done anything for him. If I was going to watch this game, all I'm watching is if if Mac Jones is going to get benched or not. That's the only reason I'd watch this game. I mean, the kid's got five touchdowns but six interceptions. Garoppolo's got six touchdowns with seven interceptions for the season. Josh Jacobs hasn't looked good. Um, He hasn't been like the old Josh Jacobs of the last season. Um, They're... Both of their offenses are in the bottom eight of the league. Uh, they can't even – the offenses are averaging maybe 100 mm. yards a game. That's terrible. Terrible. I mean, you know, um, it's going to be a close game. I mean, What's like, the maybe like 10, 13 or something like that. I'm going to look like up that. the over-under here. I, I don't even care for this. Oh, game, it's awful. To be honest. And they got – well, they do have Vegas actually um, – yeah. The, yeah, they have the them favored by three win. and a half. I think it should be higher. Yeah. But Mo, mm-hmm. okay. So, so, y- so y- y'all think that yeah, the student beats the teacher this game? Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. That was my whole argument, Mo. I'm like, listen, I look at it as like Josh McDaniel and Jimmy G both came from New England. Y'all think Bill Belichick's going to let them just Why come Why not? He's been getting spanked for the past two weeks. After the season he's been having. But I uh, listen, it's, it's a whole difference I look at. I look at it like it's a revenge, and I'm not going to let my students, you know what I'm saying, do me dirty. I look at it as like you put to a, anybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm not losing to anybody. To, it's it like, all right, you my father. <laughs> if I lose, if you lose to me, you gonna be tight, bro. I'm just saying. That's how I look at. It. I look at it like that. He's not gonna let them just. He's not gonna go down easy. I promise you. UFC, uh, 2006. I stopped playing PlayStation Two because of you. When you finally beat me. <laughs> Let's get that right. I literally destroyed the game. Don't even want to play this no more because my son beat me. I'm just saying. It's because I right. hit the last. And that's bro. actually a true story, bro. y'all. That was a true story. <laughs> I was I was putting work on that shit. That's a true story. Bro. I'm I'm letting y'all know, uh, New England. I think New England is gonna win this game. Um, they're gonna squeak it out. It ain't gonna be like no beatdown. But no, Belichick is not letting Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo, two people that Garoppolo was supposed mm-hmm. to be Brady replacement, and he had to trade him. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Forced to trade him. Yeah, he was forced to trade him. He wanted to keep. Had him. to give up. Robert had to Brown. give up his coach. Yeah. So to give one of his coaches because he because he was doing too well. He had to give up his coach. Give him a chance to be a head coach. Yeah. He's not about to lose this. He's not about to lose. It's not guys. giving him up. It's the guy has to move forward. You know, it's <laughs> no, not like no not because like he was supposed to move forward before. He was supposed to move forward before with the Colts, and he and he took said the no. job, and then said, "Nah, you know what? Nope, I'm gonna go back. No, I'm good. I'm good." 
Well, you know so, what? For the no, 4 o'clock game, I don't think anybody's going to be watching this. We will all be checking out the highlights because uh, here we go. Ready? I think this is my pick for game of the week. Detroit is walking in at 4-1 and one and Tampa Bay at 3-1. and one. This is such an important game because the Lions – are the scariest team in the NFC. I don't think anybody even denies it. And that's even including San Fran. We know San Fran's good. The Lions just scary. Tampa Bay is walking in at 3-1. Here's the thing. We don't know what we really got, but we're going to find out. Because if, if Tampa Bay can somehow figure out a way to beat Detroit, they're for real. If they lose to Detroit, they were supposed to lose to Detroit. So they're still not out of it, but they're at three and two. And um, you got a tough team here. It's going to be a great game going back and forth. And you're in Tampa Bay. And Baker Mayfield is going to be running around doing all type of craziness out there, looking to throw the ball to somebody. Is it going to be Mike Evans? I don't know. Justin, what do you think? <clears throat> I think Baker Mayfield is the key factor in uh in this game because I say Mike Evans does have that hamstring that hamstring injury he left two weeks ago with yeah they got they're coming up a bye but you know the hamstring mm-hmm. just don't go away in a week it's lingering so yeah. I I see I see Baker Mayfield being the key factor in this game can he distribute the ball can he scramble the yards can he go get the first down if need be oh he's going he's, hit. To he's going against the no. Lions defense but. Yeah, he's he. Well, he's not. He's not scared to even oh, throw. So he'll hit, him hit again you then. before you hit him. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> what I what I'm saying is that the this is Detroit's game to lose. It just matter if it's a beatdown or if it's going to be actual game. Mo? So we got to see how that comes out. Um, Detroit wins. Um, because of the defensive line. Um, Baker gonna do all that scrambling and throw some picks to me, probably about two. Uh, and but I think D- Detroit has a really good line. The Bucks also have a good O line, but Baker Mayfield is such—he's in such a mode to try to prove himself. Since he wasn't wanted, I think he's gonna try to do too much against this team because of their record, because of how people talk yeah, about you them, know, uh, and it might the bite. Lions. They do blitz almost as much as anybody in this league. Um, yeah. Aiden they, Hutchinson they, has the most pressure. They blitz more than the 40% of their of their plays. They're going to be in their face, and that's going to be a big factor in it uh, to me. Yes. So, Corey, is Baker in trouble in this week? The Lions. I don't think he's in trouble. I just don't think I, I'm. I'm sure they're not going to win. I don't think he's in trouble at all. But he's going to get pressured. Um, he's going to get sacked, and he's he's going to get picked. Baker does make while when Baker's under pressure, he does make mistakes, and we've seen that before when he was in Cleveland, saw when he was in Carolina, and we're going to see it again. My main focus, really, you guys went defense, which I'm shocked. Because normally I go defense and y'all go offense. I'm really focused on that Lions offense, man. It's looking great. The receiving core looks good. They got the run game together. 
I'm really impressed. St. Brown Dolphins is back. playing well. I want to see what they, these boys can do. Yeah. I want to see what these boys can do out there. See what they can put up now. The uh, the offense looks it's like a it's like a perfect working machine. It's all oil Are they healthy enough though? Go. Um, so that's what I'm looking for. They got, for you know, they have got a lot of players of who course. are questionable. Montgomery. I think they are they're in need of a bye week yeah. just to get a It'll little bit healthier. Look what it did with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was was yeah. They looked terrible for the I mean when I say terrible, I'm talking about the health-wise. They look terrible there. They had a bye week. Everybody's coming back healthy this week. Nobody's questionable. Nobody's probable. Everybody is ready to go. Yeah, but the Eagles might be a little bruised because a few of their yeah. defensive players are up on the no. trade block. Ego. Ego. The Eagles. Oh. The Eagles oh, are e- little, no, the Eagles are yeah. a little bruised because some of them are on the trade block. Is that like Devin because White. they're not playing well, or is it because they're trying to get yeah, better? I don't know. I'm just Devin telling White. you because because who, I who because I viewed Tampa Bay yeah. as buyers, <laughs> not yeah. as sellers. I I literally view them as somebody yeah. who says, "Okay, we have a chance if we get that one or two key players that might put us over the top." Because they're not out of this. They're at three and one. Yeah. They're right in the mix. No. That's and, what I'm saying. They should actually they win this division. division. So I hope that they don't trade nobody. Mm. I hope they don't trade nobody. But you know how I do for players when they find out they're on the trade block. Yeah. So Agreed. I hope they don't trade Agreed. nobody. All right. All right. Let's go to Arizona. It's coming in. <laughs> At one and four, Los Angeles Rams at two and three. I don't know, man. Arizona seems to be the place where wide receivers thrive. Do they have a chance against a two-headed monster in Cup and Nakua? Justin, what do you got? No. <clears throat> no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because Arizona Arizona just now losing James Conner. Oh, yeah, he's out. That, so Again. Again. Out. But their secondary yeah. is, you know, that's my question. James their Conner's secondary out. is just giving up everything to these wide receivers. Yeah. Is Cup and secondary, secondary going to have terrible, a, good, so. um, a good game together? Or is just, you know, what are we looking at? Nah, they they go they gonna have they gonna have Safford got his toys back. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's finna throw that ball all game. I see mm. him walking out with a four hundred piece. You That's why I, and I see both him. break a hundred each. Yeah, I think they, they did. Did. I think they, they only did last week because Cub, so. Cub had a Cub had one eighteen. Cub had one eighteen. Yeah. So nobody told him that he was Kua supposed to ease back in off of an injury. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. And, he, and he, had, he had he had he had eight he had eight catches. So he's about to have a ten piece. To, he's gonna have a ten piece this week, and he, and the cool gonna have another ten piece. You know what I mean? So this this Stop whole making me hungry this whole offense they finna have the fun whole Wendy's reference. You know, I hadn't I didn't have any lunch, man. I didn't have any lunch. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. You know what they finna do? I'm gonna, I'm finna show you what they finna do right here. They gonna come back in the huddle. He gonna be like this. He gonna go, <laughs> hey, bro, I need you to run this route right here. You gonna run this route here? Yeah, you run this route here. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's how you're gonna get over me. They're not even gonna look at the coverage because it don't matter. They're Is that how you see it? No matter what, Mr. Corey? Stafford gonna throw 400 pieces. 
put your arm down. My of bad. course. I I'm, do. watching I told State. I'm watching Florida State. My bad. <laughs> I told you. I mentioned this before. The Rams have have a really good pass defense. Really, really good. The um, Arizona's run has been non-existent. Their, their rushing game is non-existent. So, uh, I feel bad for Dobbs. He's going <laughs> to... He's gonna have a rough night. All right, Mo. What so do you see? I got there? the Rams coming out on top just because of that alone. He finds a name on the team every every game <laughs> we talk about that just shocked me. He said, "I feel bad for Dobbs." All right, uh, <laughs> uh, the Rams winning this, man. I don't even have to go in depth. The Rams are winning this. Nakua is gonna be the star again because he's never pulling back. Yeah, All right. that's there. It is. Nicely put, nicely put. <laughs> well, we're going to go to what could possibly be yet another murder that, that we're going to watch or not. Uh, because Reese Hall looked great last week and the defense has been tough. But where they haven't been tough because they've been touchable is against the run. And they're coming in now, welcoming the Eagles to, and by the way, those who don't know, the Eagles and the Jets, where they play, it's a, it's a car ride away. Eagles come, it might as well be a home game. There's gonna be more, there's gonna be more of their fans there <laughs> than the Jets fans. All right. And they're coming in to play this game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He should he's because he's gonna lead me off here. Okay. <laughs> but do the Jets have a chance to shock the world and beat the Eagles? Marcellus. No. No. Sauce Gardner may be out of the game. Case Is closed. that simple? <laughs> who is going to yeah. who? Yeah. Yeah. Is that? I, yeah. I, yeah. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. We all know he's not going to be. Mm-hmm. If he was in the game, he's not covering Devontae Smith. He's covering AJ Brown. No Sauce Gardner. Who's going to be there? So you so you think that hurts is just gonna go wild. Reed's not that good. <laughs> yes. Um, because he can get away from their line easy. Eagles have a good offensive line, so that still may be a battle. And um what do you leave that to? If I could throw it on you now, because you don't have your number one corner over there that I have to avoid, and then this the, mm-hmm. the one on this side is a, he's, he's a rookie, right? No, Reed's not a rookie. Reed's been there like two years already. It's second year. Oh, this is second year. Second year. Okay, so all right. Well, still he's not Sauce Gardner. Agreed. Doop doop doop. Philly wins. <laughs> Zach Wilson cannot beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Come on, Corey. That's come on, Corey. Give come on, man. Give the Jets a chance. Come on, talk to me. What do you see? Do they have a shot? That's insane. <laughs> There's no way in hell they win this game. <laughs> I've been saying it for a while. That Jets defense does look scary, but Sauce Gardner is a big key piece to it. So, and they keep showing they're on wave. They're up and down, up and down. The defense hasn't been consistent. Hertz is looking great. What? Okay, okay. My bad to interrupt you. This is from NBC Sports as of 22 hours ago. DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner 
will be questionable <laughs> with the illness. <laughs> That's how I look at it. I look at it just yeah. like that because you give it to Tyreek Hill. That's not what's going to happen, bro. <laughs> let me go out there. Let me get a Philly uniform. At that point, <laughs> at that point, ain't nobody covering none of these guys. Her's going to have murder. a game. It's literally going to be a murder on TV because I, cause I'm not going to lie. If the Jets defense was healthy, that's what I thought was coming into this game. This may be upseller if the Jets defense was healthy. But both corners not there? Yeah, GG. This is a, this is, I'm pulling my star. I'm pulling my starters. I'm pulling my so starters in the second that half. That's they have a shot of getting to Hurts. And, okay. All right. I mean, I know. <laughs> I don't see it either. I wanted, I wanted it to be more competitive. <laughs> I would have liked to, you know, for it to be competitive. But I just don't see it. All right. So that will end the four o'clock games. We're going to move to the eight o'clock game on Sunday, right? And uh, New York Giants versus the Buffalo Bills. Giants are walking in at one and four, looking as messy as possible. <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills are at three and two, coming off of a bad loss. Game. Corey. Do we even waste our time staying up on Sunday night? <laughs> no, man. It looks like we're yeah, gonna be having like just one of the tight weeks. Man. Around, I mean, oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy, this the Halloween I massacre. think I think we're looking like um we'll see what happens with Miami if they get another 70 and maybe the Buffalo Bills try to catch up and do a 70 piece too. Jeez, man. This, this is going to be bad. Real bad. The Buffalo mm. Bills, they have 21 sacks on the season. Against a team that gave up what 20 sacks, something right? sacks in the past 2 weeks? Man. Bro, they almost gave them one game. Yeah, they gave them like 11 10 to Miami. Game. Another seven to. Uh, <laughs> who the hell did they play last week? <laughs> Seattle. And let's yeah. not forget, Evan Neal looks like he done yeah. with y'all because of the criticism. I said that. I said he, that. He brought that on himself, but it looks like, you know, oh, he, yeah. you know everybody can't handle New York media, and he's one of them. This is, this he's one is, of them. He brought that on himself, and he's acting like a. <laughs> oh, I can't trust him. <laughs> this is gonna be a. Oh, Should I even waste my time, asking Marcellus or Justin, or are we just gonna move on to Monday night? Move on to Monday night. There's nothing to add to on. this game. This game on, is going to be man. terrible. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> put, the, put the law in order. Please. All right, we got yeah. uh, Monday Night Football. <laughs> Cowboys walking in at three and two. Chargers at two and two coming off a bye. Uh, Cowboys were supposed to be uh, last week. We were talking about them being one of the top teams. <laughs> but uh, we didn't get that. So, Corey. Mm. Oh, this is going to be a, a fun game to watch to see what version of Dak shows up, number one. Chargers are coming off a of bye week, so they're getting a lot of people back. Eckler's mm. back, baby. Um, and Dallas had that Boy. beat down against the 49ers. Is there any remnants left from that? Uh, 
I do expect this to be a high scoring game, though. You know, I still I still think that because we've seen all season where the Chargers defense is just they're not stopping people and they're allowing people to run up the score on them. Herbert's averaging 350 yards a game with almost two touchdowns. I'm looking this for CD Lamb to have a big game this year. This week. he's like Chase. I'm he's always to open. see that this week. Finally, what is wrong with you, Mo? What? Go ahead, Mo. What? Tell him. Tell him. What is it now? Go ahead. What is it now? Go ahead. You looking for CD Lamb to have a big game? Why? Did, why is everybody always looking for him to have a big game? He's because not he really like that. Had one. He and he won't. He's a two. He's a two disguised as a one. He's a two disguised as a one. I'm sorry. I'm not no C.D. Lamb believer. I don't think that Dak is even going to be able to just make this some kind of high scoring game. I just don't. He's either going to throw it to C.D. Lamb or the tight end. He had like oh, Brandon Cooks doesn't. Yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't look at Brandon Cooks. He doesn't look at uh. Uh, Michael um, Gallup. He doesn't look at these people. It's not going to be no high scoring game. Okay, CD Lamb dropped the ball too much. Let me ask you: Is it because CD Lamb is a two, like you say, or is it because he's being thrown to by Dak, mm-hmm. who, in my opinion, they should move on from? He's a two. He was. People look at CD Lamb like this because of what he was doing as a two. When Amari Cooper was there, C.D. Lamb was a two, but he was get he was eating. We ain't seen him eat like but that. But is it because Dak has and we're not going to see rust? I'm sorry. No, I just think it's I think it's both of them actually. Is get rid of Dak, C.D. Lamb, put him at two. Get a new quarterback, put him at two. Get a true number one. I think Dallas looks different, but I I, I don't. Look I differ at like in. That. One step. I don't think it's Lamb. I don't think there's anything wrong with Lamb. Um, I think this team, if they had a different quarterback, for instance, if they were buying and they jumped on to Cousins, and you put Cousins back there, or Russell Wilson even back there, okay, and he had those weapons to throw to. Lamb, he had Brooks. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a totally different, completely different offense. Because you have Pollard, and they're not, they're not running the ball with Pollard. They got a stud that they're not using. They're not throwing the ball to Lamb. They're not throwing the ball to Brandon Cooks. They're not throwing the ball to Gallup. And Gallup is arguably the best number three in the NFL. Any team would love to have him as their number three. They Dallas don't know what they want to do. You get rid of Ezekiel Elliott, and then you say, they, oh, Pollard yeah, is not even one. giving him the ball. They don't even run the ball with him that much. So. What about I, you, Justin? I just How do you don't see it? in CD like that. I think. I mean, I see it as like Dak is the problem. Dak is definitely a problem. The reason why I say Dak's the problem, because he'll do good in the beginning of the game. He'll throw a couple balls, get a couple completions. The moment he starts seeing drops, the moment he throws one pick, I think he just loses it. He loses all confidence. He loses all ego. He loses all like even when the, in that San Fran game that I watched in the beginning of the game, yeah, it looked shaky. Good couple completions. The moment he threw that first pick, though, from there on, he was just throwing to anybody. He was just throwing the ball up because I think he just get he gets so flustered. He gets so under pressure like that. He just he don't know what to do. 
I don't see Lamb as the problem, to be honest with you. I see, like you said, if they was go get like a Kirk Cousins and you put him in Dallas, you put him with that protection, with them with not even with the weapons, because he got weapons over there. But the protections will matter with Kirk Cousins. You get Kirk Cousins a little bit of protection, I think Kirk Cousins eat up any defense, it don't matter. So that's how I look at it. I see I see Chargers running away with this one. It's not even gonna be close because the moment they're gonna get one pick, and then Dak's gonna be Dak's gonna turn to Dak and not be him. Dak feel like that because he was the the idiot in the beginning of the season talking about I'm not throwing my interceptions are not going to be like this. Blah, 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 blah. I think yes, he said what you want. He won't go throw more than ten. You already got yeah. six. Yes, you. Yeah, six. you're throwing ten, brother. Yeah, you're so throwing I'm not gonna throw 10. ten picks. Yeah, you yeah. got you got six already, but all in his own. You're you. <laughs> you're you. You're you. You're you. Th- what do you think, pick. Corey? You're throwing you ten think? picks in the season. You're throwing them. I have the Chargers winning this. Um, like I said, once he throws, like Justin said, but once he throws that pick, I put that the defense is going to make the difference. Once he throws that pick, it's, it's going to cause Dak that game. Well, it's going to cause Cowboys that game. Dak does get flustered. Dak does, does, does make mistakes. For being America's team, you know, you can't play team. like that. <laughs> it's a bad team. And they've got on paper, they're not a bad team. San Fran, San Fran, the new one. Nah, I, don't <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. All right, so that brings us. Let's move but, on. Uh, okay, that yeah, that's the week in a nutshell. But I tell you what, let's uh, let's affect fantasy. Let's see what we're talking about when it comes to fantasy, guys. Um, let me bring this up. Let's see. Here we go. Sit start section of our team. I asked you guys who we had. Um, Marcellus didn't get me his picks, but we'll talk. And you know what? We'll start with Marcellus. Marcellus, let me get one player that we should sit and one player that we should start for this season. Oh, this week, rather, not this season. <laughs> this week. Oh, for this week. Okay. Um, sit Dak Prescott. <laughs> sit him get him a nice recliner sit him down uh, <laughs> well uh start i would say start um jordan addison okay it's funny all three of you said that all three of you said start jordan addison okay in fact i even made Corey give me another one because uh i got it first from justin so i'm gonna tell you the same thing calvin give Reed, me another start one. him calvin ridley Okay, I can live with that. <laughs> Corey, you so, do that. You forget that first game. He had 100 before halftime. All right, I'm out. Ridley? Yep. Against the Colts. Let's go. <laughs> Justin, I already uh, had said your start. This was Justin Stardom. Jordan Addison, tell me you why. Definitely, you start Jordan Addison with Jake Judd is not playing. It's just going to open up the field for him. Now, we're talking in the fantasy sense. He's gonna catch a lot of balls. He's gonna get a lot of targets. He's gonna get a lot of balls. And I say I, I don't see him breaking one for over. I don't see him catching a thirty ball, but I definitely see with them five five yard slants, them little out routes. Those gonna add up. Mm-hmm. Then again, you start Jordan Addison in, in fantasy watch. 
Hmm. But earlier, you guys disagreed with me about Minnesota spreading the ball. And no, you I said he, they won't win because of, I'm talking but fantasy. I also spins. said his offensive efficiency that he Kirk Cousins can spread the ball. All right, but move on. I'm not about to get into this with him. I'm not about to get this with him. I guess I was wrong. Here's I your say, I, I said Mike Evans this week only because that hamstring injury is lingering, and I do see Detroit fo- fo- uh, focusing on Mike Evans because that looks like that uh, Vega Fainfield's main and one of his only targets. So I see you said um, uh, Mike Evans this week, bro. Let him get another week, Russ. See how he performs this week, and you make your decision next week if you start him. Now. Ten four, Corey. We're gonna move on to yours. Okay, your start. Austin Eckler. He is back. I expect him to get multiple touches. He he is the the wheel for that offense. Running, catching out the backfield, um, getting up the field. He's gonna. Ha- I'm looking for him to have a couple touchdowns. He wants to get back out there and play, man. So that's my start. And you're set. Whoever the Giants' quarterback is, if it's Danny Jones. Whoever, whoever they Matt Breed, whoever they want to put back there. I don't care if they put Darren Waller back there. Sit him going against this Buffalo defense. Just sit him because oh my God. I wonder how many <laughs> sacks the Giants are gonna give up. That's what we should bet on. How many sacks did the Giants give up in this game? Yeah, that'll be an interesting bet. All right, that leads us to mine. Okay. And my start, Tua. Tua's just gonna go buck. This guy, no. Tua's going to go buck, you know? And and that's just, it's just going to be bad. It's going to be a bad game. Tua's going to put up a lot of points. We already spoke about this. This is going to be a lopsided victory. So why not start him and let him lead your league? <laughs> okay, my sit? Henry. Henry's been going back and forth with these big weeks, no weeks. Um, and Spears is getting more and more touches. To me, uh, if you have other options, use them. Because this one is it's not a good pick for anybody. Anybody think I'm wrong on that? Not at all. I agree with you. <laughs> I've, been saying, I've been saying it for a while, man. He's, y'all looked at me crazy when I traded him in fantasy. I did it for a reason. I saw it. I saw the shared touches. I saw that he's not being consistent the way he was. And I got me a stud for him, bro. So uh, I have I'm something to say about who you traded with, but this ain't the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got the topic of the day. I asked you guys a question. I wanted to hear what you had to say about this. I'm going to list several teams to you. Okay. The Broncos at one and five, the Vikings at one and four. The Bears at one and four. <coughs> Excuse me. You got Carolina at 0 and 5. The Patriots at one and four. The Cardinals at one and four. The Giants at one and four. And the Jets at two and three. Are any of these teams about to come out of the cellar? And. Are we about to see one of the coaches actually get fired before the season ends? Do you have a graphic with all those um, teams you just made? No, I didn't. I gave okay. you a, enough graphics, guys. What do you want? <laughs> no, I. Huh. Yeah, everybody else goes. 
I'll go first. I say, uh, I say, believe it or not, I say, I think the Jets come out of the come out of the gutter with this one, man. Because, like I said before, that Jets defense is real. They 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 are authentic. You know what I'm saying? They they don't, I they don't they don't fold to just any team, and they put up numbers against any team. So, as long as Zach Wilson can click in it, click click in, I say that off. I see the offense working. I've seen it work against KC when they almost beat KC. I seen it where they almost beat. I remember uh, when they when they beat the Bills. So the offense is gonna click. Zach Wilson just needs to lock in and beat him. But if he can do that, I see the Jets coming out the gutter on that one. Okay, what about you, Corey? For the Jets or just in general? Not for any team in general, in general. For any of those bottom teams. Oh, you want the list again? Well, I have the list. I did a whole like my own like theory crafting of what's going to go on. So we started with the Broncos, right? Russell Wilson's going to be out of a job. That's all. That's, that's the firing. He's out of the job. He's out of a job. Um, they're going to keep champagne. They traded for him and they're going to move on. Vikings have an opportunity to come out of the cellar after their next week's game against the 49ers. After that game, they have an opportunity. They got two with the Packers, two with the Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Bears, again, Broncos, Saints, and Falcons. So they have an opportunity there. As you guys were just, as we all were just talking about with the Bears, they are seem to adapt to Justin Fields' play style, but if they revert, coach is out. If they revert back, if the coach wants to put the rain, put the handcuffs back on him, and they're not being successful, coach is out. Carolina's already in a rebuild, so they already got rid of everybody last two seasons. Patriots. They got two games with the Bills left, the Chargers, Chiefs, Dolphins. I feel Mac Jones's job's in jeopardy, and I feel Belichick's job's in jeopardy. I think Belichick might have to look go somewhere else after this. I mean, they were 8-9 and nine last year. They do have the potential to go 8-9 and nine again this year, but I don't see it happening. I see them being one of the bottom teams this year, and Belichick's gone. The Cardinals, I have nothing to say about the Cardinals. They're just the Cardinals right now. The Giants, they're staying in there. The whole front office needs to get fired, in my opinion, from top to bottom with the Giants organization. Yes, the players the, out there. Yeah, the 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 whole the whole operation out the window. They got to start fresh and new. They they don't have anybody. No healthy Saquon. The only the two stars are Saquon and Waller. Um, so they need help immediately. And the Jets, I think they're going to stay in the cellar. Like I said, we've had waves of that defense, but they'll stay in the cellar because they're really banking on Aaron Rodgers this season. And with him going down so tragically, I think next year that's what they're waiting on. What if they pull that trade off that we were talking about, that Cousins may be coming over? That's that's going to be tough, man. You, If you're really going to try to – if you're really going to try to save the season, you have to do it now. Yeah. There is no there is no waiting. So if that trade doesn't happen within a week or two, it's not looking good for them. All right. But, but 
to talk on that trade real quick. I know it hasn't happened. It's just we hype it that we we talking about in you know hypothetical uh, situation. Situations. But I look at it as like with, with quarterbacks is 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 difficult to trade mid season. Reason why I say that is because now the team has to adjust to this quarterback. You know what I'm saying? We saw it with Zach Wilson and and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers came in. He went down in the first drive, but when Zach Wilson first came out. They had to adjust to Zach Wilson. They so used to that cadence call. They so used to how he how he reads how he reads the field and how 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 he adjusts to the offense like that. So how I look at it is that Kirk, if Kirk Cousins comes mid season, that it's gonna be it's gonna be like don't expect him to come in and win right away. It's not gonna happen. He's gonna have but, to learn this team before he can even start to win. So I don't if they trade him now, say they trade him now, week five. Comes to just week six. Week six. I don't see. I don't see him winning a game until week nine. I'm just being well. Honest. Well, to rebuttal what you just said, I mean, they did have Zach Wilson last season. They've been practicing with him for two seasons now, or well, so forth three. Um, so they should know Zach Wilson. He was the starter. He's had reps. He's had practice with all these guys. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, he just got there. So they're just learning Aaron Rodgers. So we don't we we didn't get to see anything yet. So we don't know what they can do, what their abilities are. So maybe if they brought in Kirk Cousins, it could just be like, oh, maybe he sees it the same way Rodgers did. So they may be comfortable with it. I, I look I, I look at it. I look at it. They didn't like, have enough time with Aaron yet. Is what I'm trying yeah, to get. Yeah, but they, they went through training camp with Aaron. Training camp. It's yes, it's a difference. Yeah, but that's what about you, Mo? If that trade happens, is it going to be something that, that they may change it? No, and honestly, I know I spoke about the trade, but I don't think it. I don't think it's going to happen. It really don't make no sense to trade unless you're just absolutely dead set on getting rid of Zach Wilson. Um, at the end of the aren't season, aren't you? Aren't you? Yes, but because I'm because I'm pretty get, sure. Rogers already said he's coming back next season, so that he's means coming back next season. Okay, well, Kirk so Rogers saying him coming back next season yep. means that Zach Wilson um, will be going through yet a third season of sitting on the bench if he stays. Oh yeah, yeah. But if he stays, so why should it matter to you? Because you're going to go get a guaranteed money quarterback to go be a bench player, like Kirk Cousins. Contract was what eighty five million guaranteed, mm-hmm. all of it guaranteed. Yeah, it, it, got, it got it got reconstructed. It got okay, really. all right. So yeah, but the majority of Kirk- his money is still guaranteed. Yeah, most, he's most been of his one of the smartest yeah. negotiating quarterbacks. Yeah. Period. But if you go, because he wanted Kirk- his money. Yeah, but if you go get Kirk Cousins, you're getting Kirk Cousins because you think you're going to win this year. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to win Super Bowl. Now. Is there now. somebody else in that division? That if you did have a Cousins, could you win your division? You're not beating the Bills. You're not beating the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You're not beating either one of those teams. Okay, so you so don't see winning. a chance no. right now. No. So is it even worth making the trade, though? No. Okay. No, it's I can worth live with taking, that. And I actually it, agree with that. I actually it's agree worth with that. taking I the this, L and getting something to for Aaron Rodgers yeah, next year. I say you let Zach Wilson play it out. Maybe he actually grows – a little bit he takes a step back next season go, goes back to the backup role learns under rogers a little more and um after rogers retires which would be after next season 
then we'll see if Wilson learns something. The Jets' focus should be an offensive line. Yes. That's it. Put some big people in there. Put, Put some, some real big 300-pounders, stack them up, and just It block. makes no sense. For four plays, you lose your quarterback. Yeah, and you've got a running back because Hall can run. Hall's a stud. And so you got multiple running backs. You got multiple. You got Dalvin Cook. I don't count Cook. I don't count Cook. He got PTSD. Look at him. Yeah, I don't count Cook. I don't count Cook. He don't count. He don't count. But yeah, it's it's not worth it's not worth going to go get Kirk Cousins. That shouldn't even be a conversation. I got you. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to the final uh, thing. Price picks, my favorite part. My favorite part. <laughs> so here we go. Um, I'm going to start again with you, Marcellus, because um, again, I didn't get your pick. So you tell me, had you have you had a chance to look at it? No. No. I have not, but see, he's not much of a gambling man. Yeah, I'm not a gambling man, so um, I don't ever jets, look at it. So. But I was pretty, I was pretty uh on on the money last last week, though. All right, I tell you what, I'll do then. I'm gonna let you um come at us and tell us if we're wrong on ours. Okay, how about that? Okay. That'll work. All right, that'll work. That'll work. I don't All know right. if I like yeah. that. I don't either. Because you know how he, how he, 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 he already going to come yeah, after like, me for sure. I don't, I don't know how I like that. Corey, your team is was my only off last season. I mean, last week. After I, I had y'all winning. Y'all actually lost in the rivalry game that I told you was going to be oh, close in. I got you. Yeah. But here we go. Yeah. Now, I'm going to need you to explain, Corey, because you did send me your picks, but you didn't tell me which way you were going, more or less. Oh, Josh Allen, he's going to have more than two and a half touchdowns against the Giants. That that defense is not stopping them. That game, he, he looked he looked amazing. He, he, he can sling that ball. And then Diggs, uh, .5, he's going to have a touchdown. He for some somehow this guy's always finding the end zone every game. He's he's amazing. He's a fantasy stud. So those are my picks this week. How do you feel you. about that one, Marcellus? What do you got, yes. Marcellus? Oh, yes. okay. you agree with him? <laughs> yes. For what? That's a yes. good combo. That's a good stacking combo. That's nice. Yes. I got you. I got you. I can't even say nothing. All right. Good, Justin. <laughs> we're gonna go to your picks. <laughs> Yeah, man, for mine, I got uh, Derrick Henry less than uh, 16.5 rush attempts. The reason why I say that is because, like we said earlier, he's sharing he's sharing carries, and I think the Titans will be behind uh, will be ahead will be behind in the in, in a half, and they're gonna be throwing that ball. So I see them do coming out with the win, but I don't see them uh, having that large lead that where they have the true clock. When I look at Sam Howell, I say less than 15 uh, rushing yards. The last three games, he's went over this line. But the last three games, he's also played Buffalo, Philly, and Chicago with that defense that was just coming at him last game. So I see them coming with Atlanta where Jesse Bates ain't going to be rushing him. So I see uh, he's going to have a little bit less than 15 the greatest, uh, rushing the greatest yards. Because player he, ever to yeah, the greatest, yeah, the greatest, greatest player of all time. The greatest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, greatest defensive <laughs> player of all so time. I got, I got, I got Sam Howell. He's got three picks this year. Listen, listen. I got Sam Howell. Sitting in the pocket this entire game, just airing the ball out. So I don't see him doing much scrambling again. That's wrong. All right, all right. You guys oh, are definitely he said safe. That's wrong. Yeah. 
Calais Campbell oh. gonna be coming over that, gonna keep coming at him, and he is gonna he's gonna have over fifteen. That's what that's all. That's all I think. I, I got you. I got you. Well, you guys know that I'm the real gambler of of all four of us. That's so true. I didn't even go with a two player parlay. I went with a, a three player parlay. So here's mine: Brock Purdy. He's gonna have more than two hundred and ten passing yards. Christian McCaffrey is definitely going more than 69 rushing yards. And Lamar Jackson is going more than two TDs. I felt these were safe. And I threw $25 on this one. I proved it. There goes my, you know, there goes my screenshot. Yeah. Okay. I threw $25 on it. I wouldn't, you know, last week I emptied the bank account on it. And, uh, I went all in on that $125 one, and I lost. I lost by a couple yards. So we had to re-up. I put $25 back in, and now we're at $125 for this one if I win. So we can start the the ball rolling again. Okay. What do you got for me? Tell me I'm wrong. Actually, you're not. Yeah, I don't know. Safe picks? This is not not a bad bad party. Yeah, this this one is so safe. You good. There you go. So you know what that makes it? That makes it Anthony approved. <laughs> oh my god! I knew it was gonna be some crap. <laughs> ah, come on, you know I gotta have fun. <laughs> With that, gentlemen, I do want to thank you all for coming out today and joining us. Uh, your parting shots, gentlemen. We'll start with you, Corey. Why'd you come back this week? Why? <laughs> you just you you just want to torment my soul. I really think that's what it is. You just want to torment me. Can't wait for the next time we play one another. We got to go to that game. Oh, you can that's bet it. on it, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, thank everybody. We try to make this happen. And you know what? Thank you three, you know, for making this happen, for bringing us all together, allowing us to do something that we love or talk about something that we love. Um, and that's really it. It's another good week. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Yeah, this was a really good episode, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for coming out. Uh, like, comment, subscribe from, from the Hip Podcast. Um, my status and again broke being here on another episode. Hope to see you more of episodes coming forward, probably every episode if you can. And yeah, man, if you want both predictions, honest opinions, and bias, bias, uh, and bias, uh, opinions from Corey, just come from the hit. Bias, <laughs> bias, it's not bias. Baltimore, I might give you a little bias on that, but I did I did even the kill and I was like, hey, it's gonna be a struggle, not bias. Is a different view. Hold on. Let me mute Corey here. Hold on. <laughs> Marcellus, your shots. Um, the Ravens are gonna disappoint Corey. He's gonna cry many <laughs> tears um throughout each night. Um also Jesse Bates is not the greatest player to ever live, no matter what Corey says. But I enjoy coming on the podcast. Hey, man, From the Hip is dope. Subscribe. Keep watching. Um, I will be back. 
I will be back. Marcellus, you're welcome anytime, anytime. <laughs> you know we're here every week, and any week you want to jump in, you just hit me up, man. Just say, hey, I'm on Saturday because that's an open invitation. Open invitation. We'll do. Right? We'll do. With that, gentlemen, thank you for joining us, and thank you for watching you, okay? Everyone out there, like, comment, subscribe. We want this to be something, and with, this is this will be nothing without you. So, as always, let's keep it football and let's keep it from the hip. And thank you all for everything. Ski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.